get so mad there's no control Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you live under a rock I might grab it that I don't know my rap My blood boils over like Oh God, here goes I lost all feeling for my head What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Heal the Ring podcast with your host, BX Sports Jedi Kev. Breaking news in the world of the WWE. We all know about the big shakeup with Monday Night Raw going to Netflix. Everyone knows that was news by now, the $5 billion for 10 years, of course. But today, the WWE makes some news. They released SmackDown announcer Kevin Patrick. He is released from the company. We all knew that that change was in, in imminent. It was going to happen sooner or later. Feel bad for Kevin Patrick with days before the Royal Rumble. Um, days where now we know that SmackDown is moving to the USA Network. Um, personally, I feel bad. I think the IWC had a lot to do with Kevin Patrick's getting that backlash. Being a little too melatonin as a broadcaster. Especially with the way WWE is putting on bangers after bangers on Friday night. Um, he was a very good backstage interviewer. Did it translate onto the announceable table? It's for everyone's debate. Remember, different strokes for different folks. Um, personally, a little monotone or monotone from my for my opinion. Wasn't a bad announcer. He was he knew his wrestling moves. He kept with the rhythm of the matches, he had kept with the rhythm or what the story was being told in the wrestling ring. I know they try to use the three-man booth having Michael Cole over there. I think the WWE knew that Kevin Patrick experiment was transitional. Remember, that, that was a role that Pat McAfee and, and Michael Cole on Friday nights were just another level. You know, McAfee with his energy, you know, getting on. Of course, you could remember McAfee getting on the the table on the announcer's table and when Makamura's music come out and just air guitar, that, that different persona, and then to go to a different style in Kevin Patrick, no disrespect to him, um, was a little bit of a change, especially on, the, you know, I know they tried him on Monday Night Raw, they moved Cole back over, they did a lot of different things to try to help Kevin Patrick out. It'd be interesting to see Corey Graves who his partner will be tomorrow night? Would it be Michael Cole again? Or Michael Cole, would he get double duties? You know, we see where all elite wrestling don't mind putting their guys to work two nights a week. Michael Cole is a professional. He will, if they ask him to work two nights a week, he was doing heck most of the time there with, with the three-man booth. Wonder if they'll place him there. A lot of names speculating. Big E, a name out there, Titus O'Neil. Another name out there to Vic Joseph get called up for NXT. Although, why would you move Booker T and Vic Joseph um, from NXT? And remember, this was about uh, last month. His wife for Vic Joseph was removed and, and from the backstage persona in NXT in Mackenzie Mitchell. She was released by the company as well. So we're just not everything is peaches and creams where it comes to the backstage interviewers or on-air talent. Um, for the WWE, they also have releases there. I know they just signed, they inked this big deal. Um, I know a lot of folks will have a, you know, one thing has nothing to do with the other. Remember, they still have to entertain us. You know, they have to tell us a story. They have to bring it. Um, Kevin Patrick, I thought he was a hell of a backstage interview. Hope he does well in his endeavors wherever he goes. Hopefully he finds his way back. Some way, somehow to WWE, you know, if WWE do launch that, 
um, NXT Europe. Would have loved for Kevin Patrick to be the announcer there in NXT Europe. Uh, I think he would do well. Hopefully that relationship with the WWE isn't something that is stringent or bad where, you know, they leave on some good terms. Hopefully he gets a severance package. Who knows um, what's the what's in store for Kevin Patrick. But I think the IWCGP, um, the internet, is going to be happy that he's no longer part of the broadcast team. I mean, let's see. The next person has got to bring it, no pun intended. Um, just like uh, as we found out the day before yesterday, WWE is making all types of news. We all like we mentioned it opening about the January 2025. They're going to Netflix. Of course, also Dwayne The Rock Johnson is now on the board of directors for the WWE, also with a $23 million um, a, a bonus, you could say, for coming on board on the board of directors. He gets the name The Rock back, so all his movies now in Hollywood, he could go you know, going this day forward, he could be go back as The Rock. You know, before it had to be Dwayne Johnson, but now he could be The Rock. Good job for him there. Um, for a guy with his backstory, you know, if you look at Young Rock, the struggles he went up with his parents, um, through drinking thin, going there, like Seven Bucks Production is his name of his company because he literally had $7 to his name when he started this journey in, in sports entertainment when he failed at the CFL. You know, so if you look at the story of the Dwayne and Rock Johnson, a true American dream, American pioneer. And if you ask me, he is sitting at the head of the table right now. The head of the table for the whole Ananoli family. Um, for he mentioned uh, when he he made an interview, I believe he was talking about, you know, yeah, who could have believed his, you know, in the legacy of his grandfather and his dad. Now where he sits, a a shareholder part ownership of the WWE of wrestling, the business that his grandfather, his father, his family helped build to entertain us for over forty. 40 plus years because I because High Chief Maivia was before the WWE, WWF, WWF when Vince Sr. was there. Um, and of course, they broke off to his territories in San Francisco and Hawaii. We know the story of the Ananoli family and the impact. So my point for this video was, um, to, to, first of all, the breaking news for the WWE with, with Kevin Patrick. I also wanted to talk about WWE made a trademark file for Kendall Gray. Now, why am I bringing that on the title of the video, the trademark for Kendall Gray? I'm speculating. This is just me. No no PW Inside. You know, the PW Inside was for Kevin Patrick's file um, release for the company. But for my speculation, when I see that Kendall Gray trademark, I think that's for Camille, a former NWA world champion, female world champion, um, Camille, I think Kendall Gray is going to go her name in the WWE. I'm just speculating uh, and I'm trying to see where that moves. I don't think it'll be um, Galia or Gilia from from New Japan Wrestling. I don't think they'll put her Kendall Gray. I think Kendall Gray sounds more like a Camille. I think Camille will go under Kendall Gray. That's just me uh, speculating again. I, I could be totally, totally wrong. You're like, yo, you bugging? Um, we'll see. We'll see on that, um, but that's just me with that trademark. Interesting, with, uh, not all trademarks that WWE file, they use. They're just protecting themselves in case they want to go in a creative direction. But I think that direction 
for Camille will be Kendall Gray. We'll see how that goes. Now, back to the head of the table when I wanted to bring up for WrestleMania. I know that there was some, some leaks report from Sports Illustrated. Um, Cody is not going to be at, the, at finishing his story, not even in the main event of WrestleMania. Could it be something that the dirt, the dirt sheets are being thrown off their set? Um, I know this, it was reports Triple H was very irate that that got leaked out somehow to Sports Illustrated, all this nonsense. Um, I don't even think the WWE knows what direction they're going when it comes to right. They know they have a WrestleMania house that's fully full. They know that whatever card they could put out there is going to be a, a hell of a card because right now WWE is cooking. They're putting out, they have so many stars that is being presented to us look at monday night raw if you saw rollins and gunther you know if you're telling me that night one you're, you're gonna headline gunther versus seth rollins for the world title i think 80 percent of the wrestling fans or wwe diehards will love that especially the way gunther has brought prestige to the intercontinental title um the way he conduct himself um the way he pre this presentation of gunther and then of course you got the best workhorse champion of rollins we don't know the severity of his injury May he might drop the title there, or maybe he'll defeat a Gunther, and and then you have a cash in on a Damian Priest. You could go that route, and and then of course they planted those seeds, in my opinion, especially when you had Punk and Cody Rose that face to face. Um, some people didn't like it, or like busted open. Bully Ray didn't like it. Um, said he didn't feel anything with it. I disagree. You know, with him, I, I totally respect disagree with it. I thought that was a very agey. Uh, spicy face-to-face um, -face between those two baby faces, by the way. Um, and you don't want CM Punk to be offensive. You know, you might say that he, you know, you might have gotten offended that he didn't remember the Dusty Rhodes famous line, dining with dining with kings and queens and eating out of an alley of a pork and beans or whatever. The, you know, I don't even know the phrase that well. You know, and I'm an old time, you know, I'm, I'm come from the golden age era of wrestling. So, and I, I know he says that Punk didn't remember it. Hey, listen, that's if that's what you're gonna harp on that it wasn't so great then you're really reaching or grasping for straws i thought that the great line there when cody throws that back at punk's face that he's more cm punk than him and i know first it was punk throwing the jabs that he's more the american dream you know didn't have the the last name prestige to get him into the wrestling business um be able to work hard to where he's at i get it that those promos had a lot of realism to it and that's what you want as a wrestling fan i'm, I'm coming from a fan's perspective i want to hear a little realism like oh that that's real you know what it's true we know punk didn't have that last name you know although we heard from dusty was the son of a plumber it kind of fall a little bit of deaf ears on cody because his dad was a wrestler he had the nepotism um angle and of course we know that he didn't use it that way but Punk's, when he says he's more of an American dream, you could relate to Punk's um, jab at it. And I love the jab that Cody took back. You dropped the ball, you you left the business. I picked it up. You know, I took that spot. I'm the more, I became more CM Punk than you. I did a, re a revolution. I went to started another company, uh, you know, and I, and, I, and I sold out and I competed against the big company that we're in. So I like that from that promo's perspective, my opinion between both Cody and and CM Punk and might not touch people's strings. I, I don't know what you wanted. I I think people were waiting for them to say all elite wrestling. 
in their promos. You don't need to. See, that's the issue between both companies. The, the All Elite Wrestling, when it came to the acclaim, they had their, they had WWE always in their mouth or Vince McMahon in their mouth. When it comes to the WWE, they're so above and beyond. They don't need to um, bring the, the, the three call letters of AEW. They could make a, a, a pun or a take a shot without even making those three call letters. And if you're a wrestling fan, it's you could you feel it that way. How do you beat your 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 opponents? You don't even acknowledge them. You don't make them feel like they're on your plat uh, on your platform or your or your atmosphere. They're nowhere near you, and you don't you just ignore it. it when you ignore someone. That's the worst. Um, slight that you could give them so WWE ignoring that those three call letters and still while talking about there is history outside and other other locations other companies i i thought that monday night promo was good and that sets up a match you could set that route up if you want for punk versus cody rhodes at wrestlemania that's a real good matchup even if you go gunther wins the rumble and and, and there's so many things they don't even know what what where they're going with this you know how bad Will Seth Rollins need be after the arthroscopic meniscus surgery? You know, if he's going to get the surgery, says, you know, should be right around the healing time for WrestleMania. Maybe he can go and maybe he's going to have to have a quick match with Gunther and then a, or, or a cash in by Damian Priest. We don't know the direction. All, be, all on that knee from Rollins is holding a lot of different plans or different avenues. The Rumble, the Rumble's this sun, Saturday night. Um, I almost did a Gunther set Sunday. I think the winner of the Rumble is going to tell the direction of WWE what storylines they want to go. You know, is it CM Punk? Is it is it Cody Rhodes, two time, two time Rumble winner? You know, then 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 everyone gets all eyes to the Elimination Chamber on Monday Night Raw. Who's going to who's going to declare going to the Elimination Chamber? So many different avenues there. Also, Damian Priest running around with that briefcase. We have a we have a triple. We have a fatal four way. For the Roman's title, the Universal Undisputed Champion. Could Roman drop the title without getting pinned? And then if you want, he could set up the head of the table match. Now, personally, I have a different angle. I personally would love Roman Reigns to keep his title. I kind of want him to, and of course, it's 40 years of, of Hulkamania. Hulk Hogan's back in the spotlight. 40 years of, of him Hulkamania running wild. Of course, it'll be 40 years of WrestleMania coming up. Um, I think WWE by is going to try to have Roman pass through that record. I think Roman holds his title, in my opinion. I think it's best for business. I know people is like, he doesn't defend it. Don't he defend it X amount of time. This is a legacy title. This is a, a title. And what Roman Reigns is doing is legendary. It's legendary. It's something that they want to Record records are made to be broken, and and like look, you know, someday someone's gonna break Joe DiMaggio's fifty six game hitting streak. We already saw the American League home run champion um, Aaron Judge break that in the American League of Maris. Those records are there to be broken. WWE and in a scripted world. They're going to want to try to be number two. And it goes, oh, what's the difference between number two and number one? Because he, the difference is there is there is a big difference. We are very impatient. 
wrestling fans, wrestling community, very impatient. We want to see a title change every three months. Hot potato. Where they're telling us a story of a longevity. You know, pretty soon people are going to start rolling their eyes on Gunther. Gunther, one thing that Roman Reigns has done is born in longevity to the to the title reigns. Also, Gunther's underneath that umbrella. He's, I mean, they already abolished the Intercontinental title run. I believe the Usos were the longest tag team champions. Now, Roman Reigns, undisputed world heavyweight champion. There's the longevity there with it. I believe Rhea Ripley is going to be the longest, pretty soon going to be the longest woman champion in WWE history. They like to tell the longevity stories. Also, it, it brings stability. Personally, I would like to see Roman win that fatal throwaway, hold on to that title. He's not scheduled, supposedly, right now to Elimination Chamber. Now you could really set ahead of the table because now The Rock could throw that jab at Roman. You might. I am at. I'm at the head of the table of the board. You're just a. Uh, you're just in the trenches. I did that already. I'm at. You're not at my level to be head to sit at the head of the table. Then you'll probably have Roman come back. I want to challenge you for that head for your spot. Story wise, line Roman versus Rock with the head of the table on the line. You don't need to. You don't. You could still hold on to that title where Roman beats the Rock, kayfabe. That Roman now sits at the head of the table of the WWE board. Although Rock Johnson's still on the board member uh, in, in outside, you know, in uh, kayfabe. Where now you can have storyline for the next few months. Roman is sitting at the head of the board of directors in WWE with Heyman calling Springs, calling, making Nick all this life impossible. Nick is trying to find some loopholes to get some challengers to throw at Roman to take that title. And you have a build. Some way, somehow, Nick Aldis finds a way to get Cody onto SmackDown. I still say it, and I still say it again. Once Roman Reigns passes Hulk Hogan's longevity streak in, in, in September, my personal opinion, if I was a booker, if I was a creative, and I know you're not going to agree with it, and and I know because I've mentioned it, people poo-poo it or, know, or, dis, or roll their eyes, they're not going to agree with it. Two, two venues, I will have um, Cody win this undisputed title. The first one will be War Games in Survivor Series in a match that his father built, his father helped create it. You have finished his story in a match his dad made where no one is going to interfere. No one from the Anononi family, no one from the Fatu family, no one is grown in Roman, no Solo Sokoa, no other folks in, in, in the bloodline. It's just Roman and Cody finishing the story in War Games. Where Cody comes out victorious, you get your Cody Rose moment. Um, he is the champion there. You close out the year, and and you're and you're going to, and that's the last pay per view or premium live event of the year. And now, if you want to see Cody Rose for the very first time as the world champion, you have to tune into Netflix. You have to tune into Netflix for that first Monday Night Raw, which is going to be a kind of like a premium night event day day one. You could day one. On the Netflix, you have more eyeballs, people go running to see Cody and hear his mission statement, who is his first opponent on Netflix. You could build it up in something in the house show, in the holiday tour, where a, a contender comes up and challenge all that great stuff when it comes to Cody Rhodes. Um, and, and if that's one way, if I had the pencil. Another way I will have it, um, Mon and Madison Square Garden, 
This is where Dusty Rhodes has that famous picture of him holding the title that he didn't win. He held it up, but he won the match on a disqualification. If you look at the history, where have Roman take on Cody Rhodes, even if it's a random house match. Listen, WWE has changed titles before at Madison Square Garden. This was a house show 40 years ago when Hulk Hogan defeated the Sheik. Also, we had Bob Backlund lose that title against against raise uh Big Daddy Cool Diesel on a house show in Madison Square Garden. The WWE before never shied away from changing titles at the Garden, even on house shows. You could have that either a house show, a Monday Night Raw, or something when Nick Aldis gets Cody in there on Madison Square Garden when no one sees it coming. Whenever they have a, they do a SmackDown um, in in on Friday on the USA Network, you throw them a bone. You could do that as well before for and you have you declare you make Cody Rhodes your undisputed champion, or you could have it do it during the holiday tour. Yeah, I know it's not going to be special. You want the whole world to see it's a longevity champion. I I can hear I can hear the rebuttals already from the inter, on the internet from the world from all the internet community. I would do that personally if I had that there. I would do because it's a swerve. Because if you start doing I, and and then you could set up if you want to set up. Cody, you know, if you don't, if that's if that's all of this is a big if. That's if they do Roman versus Rock this WrestleMania 40. If they want to do a year's build, you could do a whole year's build where you could have a Cody wins it at WrestleMania, then Rock comes out where they, you know, sitting at the head of the table and, and the face-to-face when they close off WrestleMania. But then if you do that, you're kind of overshadowing Cody Rose's title win I, that's why people you know i know you want a year to build it because rock came on Stephen a talking about he likes longevity or or he likes things in slow slow pace or store long-term storytelling this been to me personally this been long term long storm storytelling since young rock show the clip of young rock it's still wwe kayfabe it's still part of it's, it's dwayne johnson the rock's biography uh you know why not show that that they teased that when they were young a dream and you know what and and you could this i know it says well wrestlemania is still nonsense you could still have it you have enough time to build it storyline wise listen wrestlemania one was only done in what a month they they hogan beats the sheik they did the rock and wrestling you know they remember cute captain do albano when he gets hit with the with the Grammy over his head, Cindy with Cindy Lauper, she goes gets Hulk Hogan in the background, and then we're off and running with WrestleMania. Was it three weeks, one, a month build? And now with the way internet, the way social media, the word gets out, they could build, they could have this work immediately. They could they could really get the story going if they want to. But it'd be interesting. Again, I don't have the answers. I'm just throwing out the hypotheticals of where to go, where not to go, and I know everyone's not agree. You know, with me, you're going to let's agree to disagree with that when it comes to at the end of the day, we all want to see Cody Rhodes be undisputed world champion. But we got to first finish the story with the bloodline and, and Roman Reigns, you know, because when Reigns goes down, he's done. I personally believe when Reigns drops that undisputed title, it's done. Why would should you care with Rock and Roman? That title has to be there for Rock and Roman for the head of the table. And it doesn't have to be a title match. It could be for the head of seat of the table. But you have to have that title to care about Roman Reigns. Because even if Roman drops the title, 
we all know the outcome is going to be the, that's why you could still make it work where Roman's still the undisputed champion where you look vulnerable losing to the rock or or the way the way I said it earlier he beats the rock and kayfabe he's running the board he's running he's in chairman making decisions making this here making you know all this life a little crazy you could have that corporate rock ministry that 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 you know instead of corporate rock is corporate roman there's so many ways that you could go with that with creative it's interesting wrestling is on a great great crossroads of different storytelling time what you know you you could you could have such a great wrestlemania um i'm actually surprised that if gunther if it's going to be gunther and seth rollins to be honest with you what happens to rome what happens to to randy orton you know randy orton is still out there is it going to be randy versus aj styles at wrestlemania and then you have cody punk gunther Counter Seth Rollins, Roman and Rock. I mean, just think of those those different possibilities there that I'm trying to I'm throwing and sprinkling out there to you um, for for WrestleMania. That's just the singles. The women is a whole other different scenario. Could it be Bailey versus Io Sky if she wins the Rumble? Could it be Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair? They've been they were both on the cover of the of the video game 2K24. Could it be Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan? Rhea Ripley, Jay Cargill. There's so many different possibilities out there. You know, I don't think it'll be Nia Jax, to be honest with you. I don't think Nia Jax with Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. I think that's more of an Australia Elimination Chamber. By the way, Elimination Chamber will be through two to three weeks after the Rumble. A quick turnaround off in Australia. They're going to do a big presentation in Australia. That's going to be a filled another stadium show. They have to make that build. The Elimination Chamber, remember last year in Montreal, was on fire. It was a, it was a hell of a elimination chamber oh my goodness the you know montez ford i can still remember him climbing dropping down from the top of that elimination chamber right onto all those opponents the johnny gargano and seth rollins spot on top of the cage but you know so it'll be interesting where WWE goes um, my prediction for the rumble i really don't know i really you know what and that's the great and fun part as a wrestling fan i don't know the unpredictability before we like oh cody's coming back and winning the rumble we don't be honest with you. I don't know what direction the WWE wants to go when it comes to the men and the women. It's another another mystery because we do not know who's returning. You know, the finally long wait. Um, I I will find out by this. I, personally, my opinion by this Saturday, we'll know if if Mercedes Renato is going to be in the WWE or not. If she doesn't come out for the Rumble, I don't think she's going to be in the WWE. There's always WrestleMania. Yes, there's always WrestleMania. There's always the night after Monday Night Raw to swerve us. Um, or even SmackDown to swerve us because I, you know, if Bailey wins the Rumble, no Sasha comes out, then I could see Sasha coming in, coming in to rescue, to help. When because I think Damage Control is going to turn on Bailey. You, it, the writing's on the wall. The writing's on the wall there for that. Okada, Okada is a free agent. A lot of speculation is coming to the WWE. I don't expect them at the Rumble. I think his obligations with New Japan is until the 31st of January. Um, but I could be wrong. You know, could could they allow him to work a little uh, two or three days ahead of time? Maybe, maybe not. You know, maybe they'll do him, you know, let him do him a favor. He could go and wrestle with the WWE for, 
for that, or they could just announce that he's he's coming to WWE on Royal Rumble. You know, they hear the the Rainmaker music or the, the coins dropping. Although they're saying he's going to NXT. I don't know how I feel about that. NXT, if he's going to go the route of the Dragon Lee, he's not going to be there long. He'll be there to get acclimated with the WWF system um, and get ready to go and, and maybe work a little bit on his promo. Uh, um, personally, I don't remember him cutting any great promos. Or I'm not a big fan of New Japan Wrestling. Or, or not, no, I take that back. Not a fan. Don't have the time to watch New Japan Wrestling. Put it that way. But it'll be interesting to see. And and I go with that. I leave that there for a rumble. My prediction, I, I it's so um, I think Roman wins the fatal four-way. I don't see Roman dropping that. I see Logan Paul defeating Kevin Owens. I you know, I don't see that changing hands either. I think women's rumble. I'm going Bailey winning the the rumble. I think Becky Lynch is gonna go in the elimination chamber out in Australia, in my opinion, I think we're for the women. I think we're going to get some returning Liv Morgan, Sonia Deville, I think returns. Um, everyone say Jay Cargill should not come into the Rumble. You want her to come impactful? I kind of do. I want to see her eliminate Nia Jax. And when she pauses someone, you know, or vice versa, she's, she eliminates someone different. And all of a sudden, Nia eliminates her and it sets up that big feud between them. Um, you know, or Vi or Jade, yeah, something around the line where she gets pulled out, uh, you know, by Naya going back in and everyone's booing and she's a, you cost me an opportunity. I, I want to see Naya versus Jade, uh, WrestleMania personally, but I think, you know, Naya versus Rhea, it, it, it contradicts it a little bit because I, how is Naya going to be the number one contender if she's going to face Rhea at Australia, so it kind of contradicted himself a little bit there. So I wouldn't know how they'll book that. That's why I think Bailey and um, should win that that uh, Royal Rumble, and then something of elimination uh, number one contender for Rhea at, at Australia. She wins it on Monday Night Raw. She still got a couple build where she could win that. Um, personally, I want to see where Jade if she, she if she comes out. Jade, I think Sony Deville back to I'm telling you the surprises. I think Tiffany Stratton makes her final. Uh, she makes her uh, finally her appearance at the WWE roster. I think she will not be in NXT after after Saturday. I think she will be full time WWE roster member, and that's just my opinion. No, no insights. No, no, no about because I haven't seen her on NXT TV um, ever since she did the farm handling or, or the ranch handle for Felon Henley. So I think I think Tiffany Stratton makes her debut, stays on Monday on uh, Monday Night Raw or. I think it's going to be Monday Night Raw. Personally, I don't think it'll be SmackDown. I think it's Monday Night Raw, um, and for the other, and I think Camille will make her appearance and at because they're saying she's going to NXT, but the way WWE is is crossing over with NXT and all that, maybe Camille does show up at the Rumble, and she's going to be a, a free agent where everyone's wooing and wowing and Shawn Michaels wins one. She he wins a signing in my opinion there. I think Shawn Michaels cuz we saw we saw Randy Orton go to SmackDown. CM Punk goes to Monday Night Raw, you know, winning, you know, kayfabe on um, storyline wise. I could see Shawn Michaels winning Camille over and winning that and she goes to you know 
NXT. Interesting to see there. For the men's, I think those are the only returns. I know everyone's saying Trinity and Sasha Banks. I can see Trinity possibly return, yes. Trinity Fatu, but I don't know about Mercedes because everyone get, has gotten wrong. My gut feeling, my gut feeling says she returns to WWE, especially after they signed that $5 billion contract for 10 years. That's going to be a lot of stability, creative freedom. That's going to be time now on Smack, on both a Monday Night Raw and SmackDown is going for three hours on the USA Network. So that's going to be enough time and programming where they could do a storyline and book the women even greater. I think they booked the women fine. There's a, they do need more time. Absolutely. They could do a, a show on Netflix. Just, you know, uh, uh, one of their raw women centric if they want. It's it, there's no commercial. There's not there's no, you know, we have to be off the air because Barmageddon is coming on at 11. You know, so they could go that extra 20 minutes they could go that extra you know they could sneak in one more match if a match were to go a little over or a promo segment could go a little too long in the tooth they could give that extra match allow that that women match not bump any of the women so i think you know that's going to be a big help if mercedes haven't made her mind yet and she's still on the fence there now there's there's no excuse with the wwe with triple h who is one of you know who you could say that's one of her child's that's Triple H is, you know, Sasha's one of her, you know, one of the four horsewomen that, you know, Triple H, Regal, Rhodes, they all groomed her. And why not return home where she knows how much of an international star she's going to be even more, you know, in the WWE opposed to all elite wrestling. She could go to all elite wrestling to bank on herself and help elevate that woman even more. But have you seen the attendance? They barely... They barely had 1,200 in the building yesterday in in Savannah, Georgia, for All Elite Wrestling. They're they're having a hard time selling domestically in the in the, in the U.S. Um, and also the TV ratings are extremely low for All Elite Wrestling. They're gonna bank for her to go, literally for her to be an All In in Wembley. That's it. Where meanwhile for seventy thousand. I don't think they gave the 80 plus thousand again. I don't think they got 70 to 65,000 this time around in only wrestling, but you could, you could, the WWE does that now in all the stadium shows. So is there a pro and con besides more money? That's the only thing I could see that maybe Tony Khan could pay her even more money that the WWE could give her. But if they give her the same money as Charlotte, you know, and the marketability with merchandise and all that brand name, I think W, you know, W is just more, more, much more of a greater place for Sasha to return. No, Vince is not going to be there in creative anymore. You got guy, you know, you have Triple H in there, who's head of creative, who knows how to use Sasha Banks. One of her best feud with Bailey. There's storyline sitting right now for Bailey. There's a big storyline for Bailey and Sasha and Trinity, even Bianca, if you want to include him, where for to take on Damage Control. You know, especially if Gilead's coming to the WWE, if she doesn't go to NXT and she goes to SmackDown, you know, they could always bring that. They, they're so with Dakota Kai returning cleared from from now contact now, I believe next month. I don't think she'll be in the Rumble, she, although she might if she feels great, she might be a surprise return at the Rumble, too. She might be a surprise return as well. Um, you never know on that one there. And and I think that's how that's going to go. I think that's how. And there's a storyline for Mercedes to return. So I think, you know, I'm I'm going to say 
If I got to guess with my heart, I'm going to say Mercedes is 75% back to the WWE, 25 not. But I will know by this weekend, you know, that might flip. Reserve, right to reserve to change my mind. For the men, Royal Rumble, any returns or any any surprises? I, everybody swears ups and down that Braun Breaker will be at this Rumble. I don't think so. Uh, I, as, I am a huge, huge Braun Breaker fan. Uh, one of his big fans, biggest fans. I don't think he makes the rumble this year. Here's my case reason. He's having a good time and they found something with him and Corbin to do at NXT with the Dusty Cup. Um, I think they're unlocking a different side of Braun Breaker, a comedic or a relatable side with him. Um, personally, I, I kind of like the badass one. I don't, I, I'm not feeling it too much with Corbin, I, but though it's good to see him evolving and doing another type of role in NXT, but not to my favorite. I like the, uh, you know, the, yeah, I got the dog in me kind of loner, but he's teaming up with Corbin. Corbin's going to help him. Corbin's helping him unlock something from him. And I think they want to keep those two working together a little more at NXT with the Dusty Cup. Eventually, one of them is going to turn on the other. Maybe I could see them both debut on the main roster as a tag team and go after tag team gold, if, especially if the Creed brothers knock off um, the current champions. Or I don't know. I, I don't see no other. Or, or DYI. Or DYI, if they actually get over the hurdle and beat Judgment Day, I could see Corbin and Braun later on in in after WrestleMania come up or threaten for those tag titles uh, and beat DYI. It'd, it'd be interesting to see. I could see that with Braun. I don't think he makes his raw. I don't think he makes a debut at the Rumble. Although I would love to see him go in there and clean house and showcase that. Carmelo Hayes, you could see transitioning slowly into SmackDown, but you know that he's going to have a big program with Trick Williams as Stand and Deliver. It looks like the dissension or the seed has been planted for Vengeance Day. So I'll break that more down as NXT Vengeance Day gets upon us. But I'm speaking as the Rumble. I don't. I can see Carmelo being an entry for NXT. I can see even Trick Williams getting getting the nod at, at Tampa. Going to the Rumble, where my goodness, you know, this is the backyard of NXT. Rum, you know, Tampa is only an hour away from from the Performance Center, give or take with traffic, an hour and ten minutes, you know, hour twenty. But there's going to be a lot of us NXT folks that go there at the Royal Rumble, and when he comes out, the pop that Trick Williams is going to get with the whoop the trick and the chance. I think Trick Williams, it makes sense for him to make an appearance at the Rumble because people's like, who is this? Why is these why is these folks and for the folks that don't watch NXT and they see Williams come out, who is this guy getting this big pop and, and the crowd whoop that trick? I like it. And I think Trick Williams, I think the sky the, the rocket ship on Williams gets placed on him not to come up to the main roster, but to be a well known and bring folks over to NXT eyeballs. If he comes out at the Rumble, in my opinion, that was a good showing. Let him come in there and have a have a, a wow moment uh, on that. Let me ask you this, and I had, I'll end this here. Who would you like to be number one and number two at the Men's Royal Rumble? To just stand there and face off for the first two minutes of the Rumble and go at it. I'm kind of torn personally. I can't, you know, because I don't want number thirty to be the winner of the Rumble. So whoever's thirty, I hope it's not the winner of the rumble because we've been now becomes too predictable. Like, all right, what's the point of having all these men wrestle and then thirty comes in and he wins the rumble? I mean, I know it's the luck of the draws, you know, as they they say in the wrestling business. Personally, I kind of want to see Jimmy and Jay Uso one and two in the middle of the ring open up the rumble, and man, just have them both in there because I think that's gonna that's a WrestleMania matchup. 
where they both are in there and boy that'd be phenomenal or even if it's jay or solo sokoa but you know and I, and then jimmy comes in later in the rumble and knocks and and jimmy knocks out takes out jay Uso out in a sneak away and that could lead into that their discord and their Irie for the WrestleMania setup, planting that seed. You know, he eliminated his brother out of the Rumble, and he once gets he gone gets his hands on him later on. You can have Solo and Jay Jay Uso open up the Rumble and have them go at it. You know, that'd be phenomenal for the Bloodline to open that up there as well. It'd be interesting there. I think personally that would be great. You know, when I ask you, who would you like to be one and two? Could it be Punk and and Cody? But you really want to let them go long? I would have Punk around come out around 22 24 and cody around 16 or 15 you know just come out there and oh by the way number 10 sean spears i think sean spears will be coming to the wwe i wouldn't be surprised if he's the 10th man in the rumble i don't think matt cardona is going to be at the rumble as everyone thought he will be i think matt cardona is booked for a couple of things in the indies I, i didn't see too much of it but I haven't seen him place anything. Also, the Jericho cruise is coming, is happening right now. A lot of the wrestlers that might be rumored to the WWE might be on that Jericho cruise. So once that comes out there, you can always put the sniff. One thing there is the pros and cons when it comes to Twitter and the IWC is those type of nuggets. Certain wrestlers, if they're on this here, they're not going to be there. You know, we haven't heard anything from Maxwell Jacob Freeman. He's a thousand to one to win the Rumble. Doozy, does he come out at the Rumble for the WWE? I'm going to say that's a 20%. I think 20% he does come out for the WWE, 80% no. You know, he still has that injury in his shoulder. I don't think he'll come out. Although, you know, that'd be a big wow moment. Like, holy crap. I think, you know, I, we will be doing a watch along on the channel. So please join us for that watch along to hear, to see our instant reaction uh, and how we mark out when all these different things happen. We invite you to come on. I will have a nice, we'll have a nice panel. We always have a, a very interactive chat that always you know, appears and very engaging. So we ask you to come and engage yourself in the chat. But with that said, if, if, what's your thoughts? Give me a review on the video. Um, we want to, continue. you know, this is recorded. We want to go live soon. We'll be going live pretty soon. And, and we just want to continue to grow. This is the Heal the Ring podcast here with PX Sports Jedi Kev. May the sports be with you. Remember, get over and never get pinned in life. We'll talk to you later, ladies and gentlemen. Peace out. Acknowledge me.